0: Bit of a late episode. Still on Monday. Still getting your bags. Still getting the movie. We had to record from home yesterday because I had a cough. I took some cough syrup. I haven't since. So I think it's fine. If this is the last episode of the show, if you're w- listening to this you know, in five months from now, and this we haven't uploaded since, you know what's happened. It was nice uh, talking with you guys. Talking you guys, to you guys. You guys
1: get this for free. So you'll take what you can get, okay? Yeah. Um... Matt, what movie we're
0: doing? What movie are we
1: doing? so today we're talking about uh the thing from nineteen eighty two not the thing from another world
0: from nineteen fifty whatever when it was like yeah. a plant meme. Uh,
1: it was a plant. I haven't seen that movie, yeah,
0: it was like basically this plant monster thing, which was based off the book who goes there. I think is
1: that h. g. Wells? No, it's like some other. I think that's, like, whoever wrote it, was that was the biggest work. Oh, was it? Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, and then we were maybe going to do the 2011 one. I didn't really have the motivation to do it, because... <laughs> it doesn't
1: look very enticing.
0: It's just a prequel movie. I don't, I don't really care. We get to see the Norwegian camp.
1: I kind of want to see the movie just so I can see how the Norwegian... I mean, like, you kind of know how it unfolded, but... <laughs> I The thing prequel is more welcome than an alien prequel. <laughs> Because I'd rather see what happened on the Norwegian base to get more thing stuff than see what happened to the big elephant monster. Yeah. And an alien. Like, who cares? <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. Does, we don't need a young Han Solo movie. We don't need, yeah, we don't need that either. Don't need a young Darth Vader movie. Does he, I think there's a young Die Hard movie in the works. Oh, yeah, I think so yeah ja, Bruce Willis was just in this battery commercial. Though you know how, you know how actors now they'll come back to their iconic roles for commercials.
0: Yeah, not not iconic roles, but I saw. Um, oh shoot, what's uh, his name? Who put the main guy in
1: apocalypse now?
0: The actor's oh, name.
1: Oh, uh, Martin Sheen. I saw
0: Martin Sheen in like insurance commercials <laughs> or whatever, and it's just so funny seeing like martin sheen in apocalypse now and chubby 80 year old martin sheen like hey yeah, he's, get, not, he's not chubby <laughs> he's chubby he's in good shape have you seen joe estafes the chubbiness <laughs> just runs in the family <laughs> guys... sheen's
1: not chubby because he's doing all those drugs
0: well now he's clean or whatever <laughs> True now sheen. he's got aids does he have AIDS? oh With shit HIV. yeah right yeah. yep that also keeps him skinny probably <laughs> <laughs> Keeps the cost low. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. Uh, sorry, what were you saying? You saw
1: uh, Bruce Willis and. Uh... He's just doing. He just He's crawling through the vents in some dumb battery commercial. Why do they do that? He said, <laughs> hey, come up to the Duracell. Have a good time. Yeah, like. <laughs> whatever. I mean, you know what? I'd rather take that than Die Hard 6. Because we really do not. Die Hardest. Die, die Harder year. <laughs> Like, we just don't need it. Don't need it. <laughs> there's a, There was, like,
0: a, um, a Hellraiser sequel, and the title was, like, more deader or something. Oh, Hellraiser uh, 2. I have to find Raise it. more
1: hell. uh this summer. Okay, what was it called? Uh, Hellraiser. D- deader. Yeah. Why there's so many Hellraiser movies? They're all pissed. Hell on Earth, Bloodline, Inferno, Hellseeker, Dead Hellworld, Revelations, Judgment.
0: Yeah. Uh, revelations, who plays Pinhead again? For me, it's Pinhead,
1: the most iconic movie villain of all time. Oh, he's scary because he's like a guy, but he's got pins in his head.
0: I mean, it's like, the Cenobites were cool in the original, but uh,
1: oh, what she said. That Revelations one looking really bad. That looks really bad. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. I
0: just think that they haven't really had the right writer.
1: Hellraiser needs a reboot.
0: Yeah, it, it needs a proper reboot. It needs reboot. an
1: actual reboot.
0: It needs to be rated R and just full on, just gross out gore. And have like some sexual aspects to it. Because that's what Hellraiser was about. Like BDSM type
1: shit. Like Sam Raimi to direct it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I promise, but it, it was just so lackluster. Anyways, we are talking about the thing. 1982, Kurt Russell, John Carpenter. Let's get it. If you haven't seen the movie, don't know anything about the movie. It's basically Among Us, because everyone knows that <laughs> game now. Um, there's an alien that's crash-landed in the Antarctic, like, thousands of years ago. They say
1: 100,000 years ago.
0: 100,000 years ago. Uh, and it just froze in the ice. And this thing, it has... Cells, kind of, but they say it's like nothing like cells that we have on Earth. Where basically what it will do is go and assimilate anything that it consumes, and then it can become become that organism. It can shape shift into that organism. And among us is basically mafia trying to figure out who is the thing, and then dispose of them, however they can. Uh, later on, finding they have to burn it pretty much to to kill it. Shooting it isn't going to do much.
1: It yeah, it doesn't do a lot.
0: That's basically like the p- plot, um, I guess. And I'll start off saying the, the one thing I really dislike about this movie is that the first shot of it is th- we see the UFO crash land on Earth. I wish that wasn't in the movie. How come? Um, because then the next shot is, and the, the real opener is there's this husky running around... The Arctic. Are they in Antarctica? Or? Yeah, they're
1: in Antarctica.
0: Yeah. Um, and then there's this Norwegian helicopter shooting at it. And maybe, yeah. I don't know, maybe you didn't think this, but the first time I've seen it, or I saw the movie, I was like, oh, something's obviously wrong with that dog. Is it affiliated with the alien? Did yeah. you think of that? Yeah,
1: of course, yeah.
0: Yeah, I wish they wouldn't have had that UFO thing. Oh, so you don't know. You had
1: no frame of reference. Yeah, I guess that's fine. I mean, I kind of like, it's it's almost eerie when you see, like, the spaceship crash, and then it just cuts to the next thing. Mm -hmm. And you just know whatever you're dealing with in the movie came from the spaceship. Um, I was reading some stuff. Some people said it's just, like, an homage because it's, like, a flying saucer in in a very classic mold. So it's just meant to be, like, an homage. A to the older thing from Another World from the 50s and just general 50s sci-fi is whatever. I guess you know you're right that is something that could have been cut Mm -hmm. it doesn't bother me too much though because then you get that cool uh, title crawl because the thing is I was creepy. I wanted that
0: font to kind of be the font for our show's logo. Oh yeah. Yeah, but yeah. The, the one we have is cool. If we ever switch it up, I kind of want to really hammer in the thing font. Yeah. I like it a lot. Um, but yeah, then there's this Norwegian ship. They're chasing the husky. Um, they're only speaking in Norwegian, so the American crew doesn't know what they're saying. It's a crew of like ten or 12. yeah, like well, uh, let's get a real count here. Um... Okay... Uh, da, ba, da, ba, da. Some of the characters in this movie get knocked
1: off so early yeah. that you just forget that the characters in the movie. But there's like 10 to 15-ish guys. Uh, there's a good picture if... I found.
0: Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 10, 14. Oh, well, uh, two, the so 12, uh, uh, 12 Americans. Um, the, Ameri- the Norwegians are like shooting at the husky, throwing bombs at it. The Americans are like, what the fuck? So they just shoot him. And then that's kind of where the movie kick starts from there.
1: And then they get a, they get a, adopt a cute little dog, and they say, oh, well, on no. oh. to the next. On yeah, to whatever we have to do.
0: The main guy, um, I guess, is McCready. He's kind of... He's
1: an alcoholic.
0: It's kind of presented <laughs> that he's a main character right off the bat. Uh, it's not like an alien situation where Ripley kind of becomes a main character.
1: No, he's like the main guy. He's like the... You have that shot in the beginning when he's playing chess. Chess. Cheating bitch. Yeah, and he pours the whiskey into the computer, and it, that gives you a nice summation of his character. mm mm-hmm. um, And then later on in the film, he's sort of designated to be in charge as a leader. Yeah. So, he, yeah, he's like the main character of the film, I would say.
0: Um, yeah, so I don't know. What uh, What do you like, dislike about the,
1: the movie? What do I like about this movie? A lot. Yeah? It's really good. hmm The movie... <sighs> It's the first thing I thought when I was watching this movie was pretty similar to alien mm-hmm. alien would have came out like like three years before this. Yeah. Right. So it's got kind of a similar setup. You have a group of people, a crew, um, isolated, isolated Yeah. instead of space. It's in the Arctic yeah. and there's some alien running around and it's killing them. Yeah. And the alien is really hard to kill and it's really scary. Yeah. And you need to use fire.
0: Yeah. Just like the the xenomorph was basically unkillable in the original movie because if you shot it it would just bleed acid, d- break
1: a hole on the ship and then everyone dies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um but this is a decidedly different tone, I felt. Um in Alien it's it's like very, very atmospheric. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you're especially because they got to really control the environment in the sense that the ship is really creepy. Yeah. Just all the dark corridors mm-hmm. and all the vents and all that. The ship
0: in Alien is basically its own character.
1: Yeah, you're right. It is like when people say like, oh, the setting is its own character in Alien, that very much is the case. In this case, um, it, it is like a traditional kind of horror setup like Alien, but a big part of this movie that I really like that maybe is a little different from Alien, you had this alone Alien, but... The thing in this movie is that the thing, the alien that is hunting them, can assume other forms, right? So the big thing in this movie is that not only is there the thing, there's also the interpersonal conflict between all the characters. Mm -hmm. That was one of my favorite parts of the movie because at a certain point, once everyone in the film realizes what they're dealing with, that's when all bets are off and nobody can trust anybody. And you see how that can kind of be their downfall throughout the film. and. Distrust and like and masquerading as somebody else and appearances and stuff like that is a big theme of the film, which I really like. Mm-hmm. It's pretty timely, I guess. Um, I I sort of think of it. You know, people. You know, when there's an interpretation, we we're talking about this. When there's an interpretation of in the film, and you think that's a stretch. Yeah. I really do think that the distrust and like the conspiratorial vibe in this film is kind of like Cold War, especially because you're dealing with like U.S. They're not soldiers, but I guess they're... McCready is, like, has some sort of... McCready, I think, is, like, I guess, like, a military pilot. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. a helicopter pilot. And the others are, I guess, are assorted scientists and crew members or whatever. But Yeah, like, Knowles is a
0: cook. Uh, Windows is, like, the communications guy. Yeah. Um, I don't even... I don't really know what Childs was... They don't say so for some characters. They don't say yeah. what their
1: role is, but I'm good, just gonna
0: assume. Could just be maintenance or whatever. Maintenance. Clark so. is like the dog guy. Yeah. You know, the husky <laughs> crew.
1: He's the says That's why he's the weird one. Though. Yeah. It's a strange. One. <laughs> um, um, but no, it's um, it's a very engaging picture because of that. Because he, not only do you have like, of of course, the the superb special effects, which we'll of course talk about in a mm-hmm. second. Um, and the scares are great, but character wise, even though the characters in this film don't get a lot of development per se because it's a big cast. Yep. Um and I and I was looking actually at some reviews for the film. Uh, apparently when well when this film came out it was panned. Yeah. Which is which is a shocking to me. Ebert
0: and like Cisco, did you see their review of it? Cisco and Ebert No, review? but
1: I'm sure I'm sure it was just like this movie is so gross. Yep. Yeah, like
0: this is. I think Ebert said like this is a barf bag movie. Oh, of the we summer saw that. We watched
1: that review together like yeah. a couple of months ago, where he was like, "This is a barf bag movie." Yeah, and they just don't like it. Yeah, yeah, uh, that didn't <laughs> age too well, because so. <laughs> I think the movie's superbly done. Uh, the whole cast does a great job. Um, it looks great. Mm-hmm. The special effects. Let's just talk about them now. Yep. they're amazing. All practical. They do a lot of. Um, some of the effects okay so there's like they do the effects like the the grotesque the gore and the stuff in a different way they'll have like you know like these corpses that they have the first one that you see that's a really great demonstration of the special effects is like the corpse of the two norwegian people that they find yeah. in um their camp in the norwegian base yeah Uh, and there's, like, two guys fused together yeah. like, this horrible, like, surreal imagery where they're just... uh, Like, like, their faces
0: are, like, like, fused together, but there's, like, distance between them. Like, imagine if you had one face, and then you kind of, like,
1: stretched it apart. That's kind of what it's like. And they're, like, screaming, their eyes are sunken. The detail on the models Mm -hmm. is crazy, and it must have been incredibly expensive. Because um, there's a lot of them. There's that, then they have, like, of course, like, all the monster transformations.
0: Yeah, like, the one where the doctor's, like, charging up uh, his... What is it called? Defibrillator. Defibrillator, and he goes, clear! Shoves it into the guy's chest. His chest opens up with teeth and then clamps down on his arms, rips his arms out. Then, like, the dude's head falls off and becomes a spider with eyes. Yeah,
1: and it's, like, it's crazy. They throw effects at you like crazy, but it's it's not done in, like, a way that I feel, like, Ebert, say. Like Ebert and Siskel say that it's like barf baggage. Like it's gross, but it's it's still the exactly. Like you're not gonna fault a Cronenberg movie for yeah. Uh for being gross. Yeah. Which makes me wonder what they thought about the flags that would be super fucking <laughs> gross. Uh, no, but the special effects are amazing. They even, even like, not just the model stuff, they just a have pra- like moving stuff. That's great. Like anytime like there's like tentacles whipping out yeah. of the monsters, I'm wondering like how the hell did they pull that off?
0: With the dogs? Like With where the they dogs. have all those little tentacle things? Yeah, they
1: wrap around them and yeah. then they're like pulling them around and stuff. It's crazy. Like, the budget must have been insane.
0: There's that one shot. I don't know how they did it, but, like, the dog, one of the dogs in the cage. Because, like, when you first see the thing reveal itself, Clark goes and puts a husky in in the cage. And it's, like, the husky's acting, I guess, is, like, incredible.
1: That was another thing. I'm glad you mentioned that. Because... They have these shots where the husky will just be still and, and it'll just be, like, staring or it'll be looking and then it'll just slowly walk away. And yeah. you're thinking, like, and, like, in the movie, of course, it's the thing that's mm-hmm. possessing this animal. But then you're thinking practically, like, how the fuck did they do that? The animal trainers, I guess, or the handlers or whatever, must have done a great job, too.
0: Yeah, like, um, the scene where it Clark puts it into the... the the pin with the rest of the Huskies, it just is like so quiet and it like is standing at the front of the door and all the other Huskies are looking at it. And then it like just slowly walks in and sits down in the center of the room and then is like just staring at the wall and then all the other Huskies like go crazy. And then one of them like bites away at the metal link fence. Yeah. And I'm like, how the hell did they do that? Was like, did they make in that shot is the, the, fence made out of like clay or yeah. something but uh, that's it was really really cool there's so many stuff that like so many effects that i really don't know how they did it because they're just so good like when uh what's his name when uh norris's head like falls off and then there's all those green tubes in it and they're like popping and then he his mouth is, i mean there's obviously an animatronic but like how they orchestrated that whole shot, I have no idea. His like head falls off and become spider legs comes out.
1: Rip out and then like it is crawling and it's it's I don't know it's so it's also elaborate that and it's so convincing that you know you know sometimes you'll have gore or you'll have an alien creature and you know it's it's not terribly convincing you know you, they've done what they can with whatever they could get at the supermarket deli, <laughs> but in this like it's so complex it's like. The visual effects team has like actually created a monster with like rules and like a genuine physiology, and like, you never see the true thing. The, I yeah, the, you never see the true thing. I guess I like to think like there is no true yeah. thing um, because I mean I guess when the ex the Norwegians would have esca- excavated. the thing from the ice, I guess that would have, whatever was there would have been the true thing. And then
0: you could also just make an argument that whatever form they saw was a form from another planet that the thing...
1: I I, I was also reading online and and it made me think that... um... Some people suggest that, like, literally what happened in Alien is also what's happening. Like, the thing... The saucer is not the thing saucer. It's some other alien... Yeah. ...that it latched onto, and then the saucer crashed because yeah. of that. Yeah. Which would make it really, like, Alien. <laughs> uh, which I don't mind, because Alien is a superb film, and this has more than enough to differentiate itself from it yeah to have it stand in its own right
0: well also it's like a remake of a movie from 9 the 1950s so it can't be too much from alien yeah
1: yeah i, I guess maybe alien is because i know that it's it's relatively similar to the the older one yeah right well besides the plan, this plant thing that i'm just hearing the first of
0: yeah kind of similar yeah
1: yeah so I, I i don't know maybe this is just a good alien horror mold that's yeah. been used for a while, but yeah.
0: There's like, th- yeah, the f- special effects are crazy. They have like, in one scene they have blood moving on the floor.
1: And you're like, ah, what? <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I I know there's tricks to do, like to have liquid moving of there, but it just all looks so good. It's so convincing. Yeah. The scene when he when the thing like head opens and it grabs I think is it Palmer or somebody else?
0: Uh, Palmer is like the thing in the shot, and he grabs windows like his Palmer's head opens up with teeth and then grabs Windows' head and, and then he's, he's like shaking, shaking him around. around and it yeah. looks
1: authentic. Yeah. And then when it dumps him, he's covered in like this like primordial slime that looks like he just got birthed yeah. all over his body, and he can like barely move. Yeah. It's incredible. The special effects in this are great. I don't want to say they're the best, best I've ever seen. But of, like, practical horror movie effects that are, spe- like, specifically gore-oriented like this, um, it's probably the best I've seen. I can't think of what, maybe, like, The Fly.
0: The Fly, uh, I mean, the classic one is, like, American Werewolf in London, that transformation scene. Everyone always jerks that off. It's really good. It's good. The, yeah, the whole movie and the transformation scene is, like, crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I really like the effects in Day of the Dead. I would put yeah. that up there. Uh, and probably, I mean, Alien. You don't get too much, but the ones you get are like pretty good. Um, although, like, that's more. A lot of the stuff, like the Xenomorph, is more in like the camera work than it is.
1: The thing with Alien is that a lot of the horror and stuff you don't see, yeah. and then the thing, a lot of there is a lot of horror of stuff you don't see. For example, one character just disappear, or when somebody walks by and just yeah. goes, oh, what's that?" But a lot of the horror is just actually having to see the thing in all its disgusting forms and it's really great
0: yeah like they learn that the thing like every part of it is just can become its own thing Mm -hmm. like it's not like us where we have a heart and if the heart is destroyed then we're done it's just like the heart is just like a thing it makes it doesn't need it and its blood is also just another thing that can go in like there's that scene where uh like palmer is or uh, should i skip to that Uh, Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so basically, MacReady figures out, like, okay, or he makes a logical leap that every part of it must be its own organism, pretty much. So he's like, to test who's the thing, I'm going to take everyone's blood in this really weird scene where they choose to, like, slice everyone's thumbs, like, completely. They take a knife and just, like... Need a lot of blood! I guess. Um, And he takes a hot needle to it and stabs it, and then, like, when he is uh, testing Palmer's blood, like the blood jumps out and screams. And then you see it and it slithers around.
1: In a great chaotic moment where like there's tension in that scene when Every time McCready pushes the needle to the blood, you're waiting for something to happen. Nothing yeah. Happens. And he does that for, like, four or five guys. And then suddenly the blood explodes, and then Palmer, like, immediately starts shaking and then transforms because he, the thing knows it's been found. And then
0: his eyes pop out, and, like, they pop on blood, and his, like, face splits in half. And then, like, McCre-
1: and he grabs windows, McCready tortures him, he, he leaves... He like, and, like jumps I'm,
0: onto the top of the roof or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then
1: he like he, that's the, also the scene where he like smashes through the uh the wall and then he's just walking on fire and then McCready torches him. Yeah. And then one of the great and then a great part of that scene is that like after all that ordeal happens, they just continue on testing everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like they test Null's next with the fucking open Antarctic <laughs> hole in the wall. It's great. There's there's touches, there's great John Carpenter, though. not maybe necessarily humorous touches. There's
0: humor in the movie. There, there's
1: humor in the movie, and I guess that would be a good time. Maybe we should give a quick rundown of all the characters in the movie. Sure. Uh, do you have that? Do you have that yeah. chart? Yeah. I mean, mo- some of them get more love than others. Yes, and that's just kind of the
0: nature. I don't know why the font is like this, but go for it. You can. There's
1: Macready. He's the leader. Uh, basically, he's pissed all the time, and he's an alcoholic. Yeah. Uh, but he's a good man, and he's smart. Uh, Blair. Who's uh, kind of like the antagonist, really? He is sort of. He he reminds me. Who does he remind me of? He kind of reminds me of. I forgot the doctor's name in Day of the Dead. Frankenstein. Oh, Frankenstein. Yeah. He reminds me of him. They're not, like, personality wise too similar, but they kind of look the same. This is Wilford Brimley, uh, whom people probably know from diabetes. Or the diabetes is team. that him? That's him? I
0: was wondering why he looks so familiar. He's
1: diabetes slash walrus guy.
0: Holy shit!
1: RIP. He's pretty good as Blair in this. Yeah. Um. You know, at first he just he 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 in the beginning of the film, he's you know just a relatively well composed doctor. And then when he finds out the danger of the thing, that's when he really gets to shine. He he has like a manic episode. They restrain him to the cabin. Mm-hmm. And they have great... McCready and Blair, they only have like a couple interactions in the cabin, but they're all great because you know something's wrong with Blair and you're not yeah. sure if it's the thing. You're not sure if it's just because he's mad. You're not, you're not sure if it's because he's hiding something. That's kind of a theme that permeates throughout the film is that you're not really sure, obviously, which character is the thing and which one's not. Uh, but Blair Wilford Brimley especially sold that really well Uh, and he's also great when spoiler alert he's the thing and he puts his hand
0: he's like the mega thing at the end
1: yeah he's like I guess he was like he is the ending thing because at that point he's making the UFO he's making the UFO and then up until that point they had killed all the other thing yeah uh let's go over everybody else there's Nals he's the kitchen cook um, he's even wearing the bonus situation guy. <laughs> What's that guy's name? Uh, his character's name? Yeah, I totally forget. He's bonus situation guy. That's fun Niles looks like bonus situation guy. Uh, he's just kind of a young. He's just kind of a young gun. I uh, like Stevie Wonder roller skiing and cooking. He's just you know, he's he, hip. He's chill. He's yeah. chill.
0: <laughs>
1: we got Palmer and Childs. There's a scene.
0: Palmer's just kind of like the stoner character. He's cool, he's got like a jean jacket, he's
1: wearing headphones all the time. Yeah, he's a stoner character. He's fun.
0: There's a deleted scene where Palmer and Childs have like a weed farm in the in, in the, the base. Yeah. And there's a scene
1: where they're watching old game shows and they're just lighting <laughs> up a huge joint. Yeah. Uh Childs is like arguably he is like one of the lead characters, yeah. even though this is an ensemble cast. Play-
0: played by the same guy who was the,
1: the buddy to Nada and they live. The great Keith David. Yeah. He's always good. Uh, he's playing Keith David here, which I don't mind. Keith David plays Keith David he, like he, almost the whole time.
0: He's kind of like the contrarian for the group. Like, at the beginning, he's like, do you believe this voodoo bullshit?
1: Yeah, and he's very specific, uh, suspicious of McCree. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a kind of a, like a subplot in the film where they're not sure if Ma- even though McCree's in charge, they're not sure if he's a thing or not because they find a tattered jacket of his. Remind
0: me about that once
1: you're done. Okay. Um. Then who do we got? We got oh, I, can't even read I know this Dr.
0: Tag. Uh, Copper.
1: Dr. Copper is or he, Cooper, sorry. He's a doctor, so he gets his arms chopped off. R.I.P. Um. Norris. Norris is the guy. Who, if you're wondering, if you've never seen the thing and you've seen and you've almost certainly seen that screenshot of the thing with like a fuzzy head of hair and he's <laughs> like and he's reaching up to the ceiling, that's just Norris transformed. Uh, we have Bennings, bald, bald guy, he's he gets eaten. Uh, Clark, he's just like this. He's he's I don't know if his acting is bad or what. I'm, I'm not that's a good that's a thing i'm glad you brought that up because i'm not sure if with clark because early on in the film blair is very suspicious of clark when they find just find out about the thing because he spent all the time with the dog yeah so throughout the film you're thinking clark is acting kind of weird because he's a thing mm-hmm. but he ends up not being the thing he ends up trying to kill mccready by yeah. stabbing him and then mccready just like instantly and, headshots and then he him. then kills him and then He's just dead, and that's it. I don't know if it's a bad acting job, because I feel like he would have been directed. Because the the way he's acting feels very deliberate. Yeah. Anyway, you have Gary. He's like the de facto leader originally, mm-hmm. and then after some suspicions are right, he's gone. There's Fuchs. He's like the nervous scientist guy.
0: He looks like the dude
1: from uh, Jaws. He looks the like... marine biologist. Oh, like um, Hopper or yeah. Hooper? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. He kind of looks like a mix between Hooper and... Steve Jobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has like the turtleneck. Uh, and then there's Windows. He just does the radio. Uh, and he's like, I'm not getting anything, man. There's a serious pass of the radio station. Uh,
0: Gary comes up, just cranks the fucking volume on it. And he's <laughs> like, you get anything? <laughs> uh, and then there's two That's, Norwegian yeah.
1: guys who get blown up. And they're wearing the same goggles that <laughs> fucking Captain yeah. Cold from The Flash has. Yeah, yeah. Which is where he gets them from. Uh, and then that's it.
0: Yeah, so you were talking about um, there's a there's a subplot where everyone thinks it's McCready. Yeah. There's this thing that this movie does really well where the camera will take on the perspective of the thing. Yeah. And it'll just, there's like when the dog is roaming the halls, and then the first thing that we see. Well, not the first thing that we see. One of the first things that we see with the dog is that it's just roaming around the halls very slowly, and then it comes into this room, and all we see is a silhouette of a shadow of someone. We don't know who it is, and then the dog comes into the room, and the shadow turns around to look at the dog. End of scene. Um, the the movie will use really good camera work to like to just to become that the camera just basically becomes a thing, in my opinion. And there's a scene where Macready is. Just making a recording. He's like, I don't know if we're going to make it out of this. I'm going to leave this recording just in case anything happens. Although the recording was probably blown to shit at the end of the movie. Um, And he was like, I think the thing, when it assimilates someone, it rips their clothing. Because at the beginning of the movie, and it's great because they don't go into detail about it. Some guy just comes up and he's like, who threw their dirty drawers into the trash? And they're all tattered. Do you remember that? Yes. It, I think it was Nas.
1: He's like, Who's throwing this yeah. in the kitchen? Like, yeah. White and it was and they look at this dirty piece of clothes. And then
0: they're like, I don't know. And then they don't they don't say anything else about it. Um, but McCready says, I think like when it assimilates them, it rips their clothing. And then we see a shot from outside of the room and it's just staring at McCready from mm-hmm. the back of him. And I think that's the thing. Cause then what what happens is someone finds McCready's jacket and it's all torn up, and his name's still on it. But all the other clothing, the tags were purposely ripped
1: off of mm-hmm. them,
0: so they couldn't identify.
1: Yeah, uh, which was a cool touch, and that and that's like a that happens like two times. Where like first Fuchs finds McCready's stuff, mm-hmm. and then later on, they find him dead, and then Nalls finds McCready's stuff when they go alone to his shack, and because of that, they think he's the thing. Mm-hmm. And that's when they like. That's when McCready starts to threaten them with a the bomb.
0: Yeah, he's like, if you don't let me... Or if you guys touch me, I'm going to blow us all up. Yeah. And they're like, oh, shit, all right. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do anything, I guess. <laughs> Um, But yeah, I, okay. So I've seen this movie a ton of times. And maybe this is a fault of me seeing the movie so many times. How many times? I have no idea. I've been into this movie since I was like... In elementary school. I oh, so see it a lot. Yeah, because I would just watch clips of it on YouTube and I would try to draw like the transformations and stuff. Yeah. I was really into it. Um, I feel this movie could have been a bit longer, like 30 to 45 minutes longer, because I think there isn't enough interpersonal conflict. I, I don't think there's honestly for me enough time for the mystery to really set in. So many characters just die so quickly that I didn't even get the chance to really be that suspicious.
1: I I can agree. This is only an hour and 49 minutes. Yeah. I could agree that, like, I could use, like, another 20 minutes for sure on the film and I would be more than happy. Yeah. Uh, the movie does end kind of quick. You almost wish there was more time to spend you're right with the mystery and with the characters. So you can learn the characters and you and if they ever do something that's off, you can be like that was weird. Because you're right at one point in the film it feels like we go from like 10 characters to like 5 in the yeah. span of like 20 minutes. Yeah. And then like and then you and then you're like okay. <laughs> and then the climax is ramping up because we got to kill the thing. And yeah. There's no one left. I, I can agree. That's why we have the 2011 prequel! <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what we got That's it That's why for. we have the video game. That's why we got the thing video game. Oh, yeah.
0: Like, there's a scene where they're like, now they're like, okay, let's split into teams. And... Nalls and macready are going to visit blair quickly for something and then he realized that the lights on in his cabin he's like i didn't touch that light let's go investigate and then we don't really see it and i know some people might say like that's good that we didn't see it because then Nalls comes back and he's like oh he's a thing he's a thing um but like there's stuff like that where i'm like ah oh, i wanted to see that like there's a deleted scene or not deleted scene it never was shot of Nalls being killed and I'm like, oh, I want to see that too. I mean, like, maybe that's just me because you now I've seen the movie so many times I don't want to see more. But I feel like there, there is a bit... There's, like, a bit missing for me.
1: You're right, almost. Like, we usually complain about movies dragging or taking too long. But this is a pretty perfectly paced film. There wasn't really a point when I was bored at all. Yeah. And you almost wish there was a little bit more because you're right. A story like this, where it's like, I guess... Initial description, you would say sci-fi horror. But it the big part of the film is this whodunit kind of mm-hmm. mystery thing. Who's the thing? Like, studying, like, the quirks, finding out what's wrong, like, trying to figure out what connected dots kind of thing. And it would have been nice to have, like, a little more time or a little bit more room to explore that.
0: Yeah. And another... This is a small, small line of thing. But um, Blair has a supercomputer that
1: can... Uh, um, <laughs> I'm fucking tired of TV shows and movies having these supercomputers I'm just
0: pissed about it because like the movie's supposed to be in the
1: 80s supposed to be in the 80s and it's
0: supposed to be like our world just with this fictional thing
1: it, and it's funny that you mentioned that because in and I was looking at like just some trivia for this movie the voice of the chess machine that Kurt Russell has is just some actress that uh, John Carpenter was dating at the time because the technology wasn't advanced enough to have like a clear, yes. good no robot like that Siri level robot voice yeah. so then to, fa- to have a computer where you can be like calculate the odds of like it was
0: like calculate the odds that like someone in is the thing or simulate and then it's like calculate how long the earth has left until total like global domination and it's by like the
1: 27,000 thing. hours and I'm like why don't you just punch in who's the thing and just be fucking <laughs> over with that but that's done really quick and they don't revisit that computer I think that's just meant to kickstart Blair's like paranoia. I guess like just yeah, because I guess he wouldn't be able to figure that out, figure that out on his own. Otherwise, I don't know.
0: I feel like there was a character like Blair, not like Frankenstein, but this. I my theory, and maybe this is a stretch. I always felt like Blair gave himself to the thing.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Why do you say that? Because I don't know. It's just.
0: He has that, like, manic episode where he just destroys
1: everything.
0: And he destroys a helicopter. That's a big thing. So no, literally nobody can leave.
1: He destroys... Yeah, he destroys... Does he destroy something else, too? Like
0: those tractors or whatever yeah. they had. Yeah. Um. He destroys all that. And then he goes to his shack. And then he's assimilated somehow. And I don't... I don't know. But it just seems like... I don't I just got the feeling that he was really enamored by it or something. This could be a stretch, but like i i,
1: don't I like know. I like the idea. I feel like with the character of Blair, they also if they had more at runtime, there there could have been a little bit more with him. yeah, I thought he was a very compelling character, yeah, like one of the most of all the cast um not just because like just, just because of his character dynamic. I love when they go to the cabin and he just has the noose, noose. Hanging there. Um, somebody pointed out online that at that point he was probably simulated. So the thing was doing that as a means of being like, oh, let me out. Yeah, because it's
0: just so obvious. It's just like hanging in yeah. the room.
1: It's like, why didn't you just kill yourself, bro? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I was going to say this a while back. I just remembered that scene where um, Palmer starts shaking and stuff. All throughout that scene... There's this very deliberate camera work done where you can't see the gleam in his eyes. Um, if you go and rewatch it, everybody has gleams in their eyes, but they did it with such lighting that he is, his eyes are just kind of vacant. Mm-hmm. and Just a little touch.
1: Touch there. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I don't... Another thing, like, McCurdy's talking about, or he's talking with Fuchs, I think, but or maybe it was during his recording he's like we should only eat canned food from now on. That was fe-
1: that was when McCready yeah. goes to see yeah. Felix and yeah. then after he leaves the thing comes to get him.
0: Um and then we don't see any scenes of that and it's just so weird that they add stuff like that. Maybe it's just like again we're supposed to fill in the blanks and maybe I'm asking this movie to spoon feed me too much. But like it would have been nice to see like
1: oh someone ate my food or something like that I don't know I think it's like that point in the film though and that scene I was gonna say that scene set at night and then the next scene's day but in Antarctica it's all weird like that yeah it's like night and day it feels like from that point to like the end of the film, there wasn't enough time to eat. Like I feel, like I don't it, know what the time frame was. Exactly, that's what I was thinking. Like that's why they don't show that because they don't really have a scene after that where they're like relaxing. Yeah, which is something they could have added. Where yes. they could have like you know they think the thing is eradicated, but they're still all kind of looking over their shoulders, kind of deal. Hmm. Um. But yeah, it's
0: it, could, it. just could have been a bit uh, a bit longer. A bit longer. Yeah. Um, they, they cut
1: so. We were talking about this before the show. They cut so much from the film, Yeah. and it looks like the big thing was time and money.
0: Yeah, I mean they I have know, all the Pink these.
1: Floyd reference. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they have all these like special effect shots that they're doing. Um, I don't even. What, what was the budget for this movie?
1: I the first thing, and this was, and I usually never think about this. The when I was watching this movie, and there the Macready and his. Whoever he takes to go to nor the Norwegian camp It was
0: him Cooper and Fuchs maybe, or just him and, Cooper? I think it was just him
1: and Cooper. I think it was just him and another guy and they're flying their copter and they go toward the base camp. I was like, this movie must've cost a lot. Yep. I just like from that shot. And that was like early on in the movie before we got to see all the horror shit going on.
0: Yeah. They blew up a helicopter too. I don't know there's if that a was a ex- model, there's but there's a lot of explosions. Plans. They blow up the, the
1: whole camp. Yep. They, there's like, they have a, I mean, they have a flame thrower. I guess that's real. Yeah. That they're using all the time. Uh, Yeah, must have been a pricey picture.
0: Yeah, the climax of the film is there's McCready, Nulls, Gary, Childs, and Blair. Yeah. And they're just like, fuck this. We're just going to blow everything up. Like, we're not making it
1: out of here. We need to blow it up before it goes to sleep, freezes itself, and then rescue team comes, and they get... You know, and then the worth gets infected actually I
0: forgot to but before I talk about the great scene is where um they f- get footage from the norwegian camp and mm-hmm. then they're watching it and they see like kind of what happened um and they they find on a map like where they must have gone and that so they fly there and then they find this huge UFO just uncovered in the ice and then like a few feet well let's just say like... 50 feet beside it, there's like a chunk of ice missing where the thing must have crawled out and then died. Yeah. Well, quote unquote died. Yeah. I love that. That scene. And we don't get to see anything in the UFO or anything, which was weird. I don't know
1: if he notices, but the UFO was not a model. It was a drawing.
0: matte painting?
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that's another budget thing. (laughs) The movie was expensive. But I was looking at that. I was like, wait a second. And it looked like a drawing. And I was like, let me go see if they go to it. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they do. No. They don't go on it. Yeah, it was just a it was just a drawing. I guess that I mean it was huge. For like one shot it would have been too much. Then they have the mini saucer that Blair builds later. Which
0: is like comical because I was thinking like Blair can't fit in that, so is he just like probably gonna separate his head yeah. and make that into a thing and just then... drop
1: a piece of blood in there yeah. and send it off into space again? Yeah, yeah
0: something like that. So they're like, they're blowing up, Um they're blowing up the base. Child's kinda wanders off and they don't know what happens with him. And then so McCready Knolls and uh, Gary go to Blair Shack. They see that it's empty. They're like, "What the fuck?" They find like a loose floorboard or something, and then they find like this mini. And this was this was a thing that made me think it had to be like multiple days. Because... It had to be multiple days for that, yeah. Because he's dug out in the ice this like little mini base underneath with um, a little saucer that he's building. Um, yeah, and then they blow up that, and then they go back to the base and go to, like, the basement, and then that's where... Blair comes up to Gary, puts his hands through his face and yeah. kills him. Or merges his hand with his face and then drags his body away. Yeah, uh, Null just walks off and then we don't get to see what happened due to budget. But it was supposed to be the most gruesome fucking thing ever. we are going to do him dirty. Yeah. And then McCready has a final fight with the, the thing. Says, yeah, fuck you too. Throws dynamite at it. Blows it all up. And then the movie at the end is just McCready and Childs and there's so
1: many theories about what happened there. There's three big questions. Like in terms of like I want to talk about the miss, three mysteries yeah. in the film. Sure. So uh, the first one, who did the blood? And this is just oh I know that. Who did the blood? Um the scene where windows
0: is there. We remember the scene where windows and Bennings are with the Norwegian uh thing uh face melty guy. Oh, like the split yeah. guy in and, the in the room? Yeah, and Windows is like, "You, we got to get rid of this, man. And he's like, you want to burn a Nobel? Benning says that, and then you can see the camera, like the thing under the cover, like yeah. moving and stuff. Um, Windows leaves, he comes back, sees Benning's getting assimilated, and then you hear keys dropping on the ground. Oh, really? Yeah, that's something you really got to look for.
1: So it was like Benning's as the thing yep. that did that. Okay, that makes sense. Um, number two, I was gonna ask the thing with Fuchs. They kind of speculate, but they don't really confirm it. Um, they find so you, you see the shot where Fuchs. He's in the power goes out. He yeah. lights a candle, uh, in classic horror movie fashion. Someone walks by the door and he's like, huh? "Who was that?" Yeah. Then he runs outside and he sees McCready's tattered jacket. And then the next time we see Fuchs, he's like a burned corpse. Yeah. Do you think he just killed himself and then burned himself?
0: That's what they say because they're like, he must have burned himself to not become a thing or something. Yeah. So I am like, I I think that's
1: probably what that's happened. That's probably just what happened. Okay. Because yeah. they never really... They're just like, I think that's what happened. Then they move on because yeah. they have other things to do. And then, of course, let's talk about the ending since yeah. you already came to it. What's your take? So There's so many things. Number one, we can
0: say fuck you to, um, to, uh, who's the director? Sorry. Carpenter? We can say fuck you to Carpenter because he said that the video game is canon and in that they say Childs was not a thing. So we can say- When
1: did this video game come out, by the way? uh,
0: 2002. Yeah. So we can say fuck you to that if you want. Um, there's also this theory that the bottle at the end of McCready's holding is like gasoline.
1: Yeah, I saw that theory.
0: And then Childs takes a sip of it, and then McCready laughs. So you could say that if he was a thing, the the, ga- the gasoline wouldn't hurt him. That's why he's drinking it.
1: That feels like a stretch for, that I, theory feels like a stretch for a couple of reasons. Number one, McCready would have had to preemptively fill. But I
0: mean, he's throwing Molotov cocktails and shit.
1: Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Okay, uh, that the other thing that makes it stretch is just that the thing otherwise like perfectly imitates human behavior. So how would it not know that like you're not supposed to drink gas? Like the thing wouldn't know?
0: He, well, he just saw the bottle
1: and he's like I'll take this
0: in. And uh, and then the other thing is like how did child serve where like literally where was he that he was surviving this
1: explosion? Yes. Yeah. That's the, that's the other thing. He, cause you see him leave to go see, or like he sees Blair and then he goes to wander off. I guess he could have just been away. And then the
0: other log, like just thinking about it logically, let's say they were both the thing we would know because they would have been like, ha ha ha, we won. Yep. And then if one is
1: a thing, why doesn't he just, just attack wh- the other person? Well, if McCready is the thing, then... Because then he has the flamethrower on him, right? Who does? Um, Childs. He, yeah. Because he shows up with the flamethrower. Yeah. So I guess McCready could be... But if if Childs is a thing, that doesn't make sense. Because why yeah. didn't he just kill the fuck out of McCready?
0: Yeah. And so then... it's basically either they're both not, or McCready is. Yeah. But then, if McCready is,
1: how? Because he kills Blair. Uh, maybe, like, in the. I guess, like, you could say, oh, at the end, he got infected somehow before he kills the thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The thing.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I, like, personally, I, I don't think
1: any of them are. I was going to say, my headcanon. I, I always like... I'm a, I'm a big fan of the amb- ambiguous ending. So, mm-hmm. like, I I can preserve the ambiguity. And I don't have to go, ah, who, what is it? What's the answer? But if I have to, like, commit to one, then I'll say, yeah, they're both not the thing. And because of that, it's kind of poetic because um, they're probably both going to die. Yeah. And they're both dying distrusting each other. Yeah. And that's kind of, like, the big theme of the film is this whole, you can't trust your fellow man. So, it, it yeah. kind of works that way thematically.
0: Yeah, I think they both aren't... Um, but, uh, again, I'm pretty sure
1: the video game says McCready is. It, it, that's what it says that he is? I think so. And Carpenter said this game was canon? Did he the write... canon
0: uh, sequel.
1: Did he write this? Pretty sure. Oh, okay.
0: Um, let me just... Uh, just... A minute. The only survive they find they then find information detailing how the base has been infiltrated by extraterrestrial life form that is capable of blah, blah 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 blah. They also find the body of Childs, one of the two survivors at the end of the film, who has died from hypothermia. Makes the sense. film's other survivor, McCready, is nowhere to be found.
1: Okay, I see. So,
0: like, I don't know. Like, if he is, if we're going to consider the video game as canon just ourselves. Yeah. Because we, you know, the viewer really gets to decide what's canon and what isn't at the yeah, end of the day. Yeah, obviously. Um, it just, I, I can't see a scenario where he gets infected. Like, he, kill, yeah. he kills the manga thing at the end. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't
1: know. I Maybe mean, they're like, oh, there's a fragment of gnolls around. Well, cares. the thing is, you can't have a game if, the thing loses. Yeah. So there, there's the answer right there.
0: I'm going to read up later and see if there's anything conclusive in the video game about if McCready was or wasn't affected. Or if they're just, like, keeping that ambiguity. Like, maybe McCready just walked away and then got buried in snow.
1: Yeah. Maybe, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I should. We should play the game. Was it on PS2? Uh, was it on PS2, Xbox, Windows? Yeah, gamer time look at those graphics oh my god looks
0: like the thing 2011
1: (sighs) don't in the thing 2011 we finally get the origin story we needed which is what happened to those two guys who had their faces mashed together yeah, And you find out exactly what you were thinking, which is the thing got to them.
0: Did you watch that scene? No.
1: I saw the scene on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Where, like, the guy leans on him yeah. and then his, like, <laughs> face And it's, like, the most ham-fisted thing ever. Yeah. You can just tell, like, even if you hadn't seen 82 film, you're like, why are they doing that? They're just doing that because this is how it ends up. So we have to get from point A to point B. Yep. It's called the, the prequel problem when you got, like... Like, C-3PO and R2-D2 on that ship at the end. That at the Tantive 4? Tw- yeah, like, what is... Why does that need to happen? That's, isn't that 20 years later? What's going on here?
0: With Captain Antilles or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah. It's so stupid. I can't wait <laughs> to do a
1: commentary track to those movies. I can't wait. I actually can't wait to do a prequels commentary track, because we're going to be laughing. I'm going to be doing some hearty guffaws. How the
0: fuck did slave Anakin have money to buy C-3PO parts? He picked
1: them up off the ground.
0: And, like, why is he living with his mom in this house? And they clearly have personal belongings? I thought they were slaves. It just seems like they're workers.
1: They're slaves because he can't leave? Because this strange Jewish caricature fly man will say no? They probably could have taken him also. They could have yep. taken Wado. Yeah. Just give him a couple. Just, like, just build like a killer droid. Yeah. Fuck him up. So the strange. bigger question is, why didn't Qui-Gon just take his mom too? Or just steal him? Because as if they're going to adhere to the slavery rules on Tatooine. But
0: there, There's some part, this throwaway di- line of dialogue in Phantom Menace where Qui-Gon is like, we can't interfere with your guys' war. The war on Tatooine? No, on uh, Naboo with the Gungans and the droids. He's like, we can't interfere. Oh, so they just have like a
1: non interference policy? Yeah. I mean, it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense.
0: Also, when you just think about, like, the Old Republic, when they were just fucking killing everybody 24-7, and, like, the Sith and the Jedi were just fighting each
1: other forever. <laughs> All I'm seeing is George Lucas highlighting and fucking everything on the storyboard. Pink, board, yellow, pink. And the guys <laughs> in the back are like, what's going on here? <laughs> Have
0: you seen that uh, clip of George Lucas showing uh, Steven Spielberg a droid? No. And he's like, yeah, these guys are so cool.
1: And he's like, they're, they're, they're the new stormtrooper. But what we learn is that they're really inefficient. And what I want to see is George Lucas showing David Lynch what a Wookiee is. Oh, God. And then David By Lynch a getting machine. a headache <laughs> from that.
0: Like, how many times do you think David Lynch sat down? That's crazy. To George yeah. when he's showing
1: off all his, his, his space monsters. Probably a lot. Like, people like David Lynch
0: who are, like, I don't know what you call them, classical artists? Yeah. It's like, oh,
1: God, I don't care. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I want to make movies about my
1: fear of fatherhood. (laughs) (laughs) And, 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 like, existentialism. And George is out here like, yippee! (laughs) No, this is pod racing! Yeah! Uh, Was there anything? Oh, do you like the soundtrack? Yeah, the soundtrack's great. We didn't mention that. Don't, 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 don't. It's all good uh, throughout the film. Uh, I love that little piece that they have. And then they have like some string music. like Wee. The soundtrack's great. Um, honestly, like the worst thing I can say about this film is that I wish I had more of it. Really. I really, really besides that don't have any major issues with it. That is kind of a major issue for me though. Is that it's not long enough?
0: Yeah, it's not like, oh, I, w- I well, I can't really tell if it's just like, oh, I want more or if it's like, I think it, it, it would have been, I think it would have been better with more just I needed some more like interpersonal like there just wasn't enough time for the mystery to really set in for me. Caitlin, was was there enough? Were you, like during the movie? Were you like oh who was a thing? Who wasn't a thing?
1: Guess appearance by friend of the show, Caitlin. I don't think we had enough time to think about it. Yeah. So it's like, bam, this person's it, bam, boom, this, person's boom, it. bam this person got killed accidentally. Whoops, Wasn't in it. Look, the thing is not going to wait around for a game of clue to happen. All right. He's going to come in, wreck shop, get it done, take over the world. Because like, I don't know. He's literally the imposter with the 10 second kill. cooldown down time.
0: <laughs> Back to the ISO cube with you.
1: <laughs> okay, goodbye. <laughs> Thank you for the guest. Appearance. You're welcome. Goodbye. <laughs>
0: um but yeah i think it could have been a bit longer um but yeah that that's a key mystery is when uh windows drops so that's something that's just like that's very small
1: like there's no way you're catching that in the theater especially when you see a naked dude covered in slime getting (laughs) wrapped up in tentacles you're not going to hear the keys drop
0: there's one special effect which is kind of cheesy. Which one? Um, it's where Bennings is getting assimilated and he's just sitting on the chair kind of wiggling around. Oh, yeah. yeah. That one's kind of goofy. But yeah. <laughs> the rest are so good. Like, the end, like we didn't talk about, the, the final thing is like this big tentacle monster and it's like Blair's at the top of it it's like blair's body and you see his head and then half of his head is like a dog mouth and then his chest opens up and like dogs are coming out it's It's crazy it's it's
1: a it it's like a better version of the titty monster from dead alive
0: oh yeah (laughs) oh Oh, yeah yeah, way better
1: yeah it's it's just like this it's just like a monument to to just grotesqueness it's it's pretty beautiful.
0: And they do close-ups of, like, they are confident. They're ballsy with their effects. This
1: wasn't like a, oh, we're just going to make a model. Quick shot and then you can't see it anymore because it doesn't look that good. You know, it's not some fucking reanimator like the head. The it's, cat? Yeah, or some shit like that. It looks good as hell. Yeah. And they know it looks good as hell because they're not afraid to show it. And yeah. they probably spent a ton of time on it. Ebert and Cisco were wrong
0: on this one. Sorry. They just don't like gross things. No. Like when uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night came out. Shame on you for ruining Christmas. Shame
1: on you. These guys are such purists. I mean, these guys were born in like the fucking 40s. Baby
0: bitches.
1: (laughs) They're just not used to that kind of thing. And you know what? Okay, I can't criticize them too much because they grew up in a time where that just wasn't allowed in cinema. Yeah. Right? So when you see something like The Thing, that's like the most you've seen up to that point. I'm sure like we'll watch like some we'll watch some like foreign film that's like horrible. Like have you heard of a Serbian film? All huh? I know, there's this movie called a Serbian film. Okay. It's just like apparently it's just the most depraved shit ever. Like just
0: probably just rape and like rape shit. And the like, Exactly. Incest.
1: I'm sure we'll watch that and but like, that's gross maybe like fifty years from now. That'll be tame. Probably not. Well but. we watched um <laughs> Cannibal Holocaust. We like that. That was rough. What did Eber
0: say about that? Probably was just like probably panned.
1: Yeah, would I didn't even think that movie was that well received when it came out. Was it? No. Yeah, it was banned. Yeah, because it was a, it's a bit much, even for me. Damn, bro.
0: Like, do I, do I want to watch a movie again today and see animals dying for an hour? Especially when you
1: know it's real. Then it's kind of like like when you see a turtle getting gutted. You're like. <laughs> what else is on hey let's see if Jeopardy is on
0: <laughs> yeah Um. yeah I think that's it for me I,
1: I, was, I would agree for me too this, this is a great film good
0: Halloween pick
1: Great Halloween pick. You can watch it any time of year. Good winter pick.
0: Especially if you're in Canada when it's snowing <laughs> last week. When he's like,
1: it's 40 below, and you're like, so.
0: <laughs> Still got to go to school. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's literally how our days are. So. Yeah. With wind chill, gets up there. It gets cold, baby. It gets, like in Winnipeg, there are times where it gets colder than the hottest place on Mars.
1: Like on, what's the, what's the mountain on Mars called? Olympus. Like? Is it called Mount Olympus? Pretty sure. It's like
0: huge.
1: So I think that's why they called it.
0: I'm just going to fact check that real quick. I think
1: it's like Olympus Mons.
0: Oh, yes it is. Um, it Yeah, Olympus Mons. Yeah, you're right. It looks like a pimple. Looks like a freaking titty. <laughs> Crude. They got a titty on Mars?
1: <laughs> you
0: yes. know like the face of Mars or whatever?
1: Yeah, the smiley. Yeah. They have a watchman. It's classic.
0: Uh, and then, like, um, they, like, took it from a different angle. It was This was it from another angle. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. It was just because of the lighting that day. Yeah. But the, it is a cool picture. I love that.
1: Probably, there's probably conspiracy theorists. Out there. Hashtag aliens, ancient ones, came to Earth, made that before humans existed. Huh? NASA found giant alien face. On the surface of Mars, and they're hiding it from us.
0: Yeah, they're hiding this bombshell of an announcement. It's like all the... Have you ever, like, done a deep dive into a moon landing conspiracy theorist?
1: Not a deep dive, but, like, I know the base theory is, like, why is there no stars in the sky? Why is there a
0: sea on this rock? Why is there a
1: sea on the rock? What is the stuff in, like, the corner of the picture that's, like, some hair or some shit?
0: All of it is just so easily explainable.
1: I, I know it's like silly. It's like why were there stars in space? The Literally, they explain because of the exposure. The
0: exposure. The moon is so fucking bright. You can't even like see. You anything.
1: can't see the star. Can't see the star sky. Uh, st- you can't see the. Take
0: take so, a picture of the sky with your iPhone tonight. Get get a couple stars in that picture. When you have
1: like two streetlights on, you can't see the stars. No, nope. think that you to go on the moon
0: where you're getting blasted with the light of the Earth, and you're gonna see the stars.
1: And the other thing is like, you think that NASA wouldn't have covered that? Like, you think that if there would yeah. be stars, they wouldn't have just put stars in there? Yeah. You think they would have just left a sea rock in there like that? Like, this. S- it just doesn't make sense logistically. It doesn't make sense.
0: What were the other things? Um, I was like, why do the backgrounds look so far away? It's just because of gravity and one like is the-
1: like you couldn't be you there's one like um like the sun would have like hurt them somehow, like due to no. you know,
0: do you know what spacesuits are, buddy?
1: <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, just, they're wearing a spacesuit, bro. I don't know what else to say. It's so fucking dumb.
0: <laughs> it's so dumb. It drives me insane. It's kind
1: of embarrassing.
0: Ooh, Mickey Mouse a endorsement. Of, a Disney product placement. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Just, we need to get that Genesis wave going on Mars already.
1: A- amen. Well, the Genesis machine, the Genesis project was a failure, as said by Savick. <laughs> Well, don't add, Spock. Don't add uh,
0: Proto... Uh, what was it? Pro- proto Matter, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was asked my grandpa today. I was like, did you ever watch Star Trek? He's like, yeah. My grandma's like, oh yeah, we've seen a couple of the movies in theaters. I was like, nice. I bet your
1: dad... I bet uh, Walter watched that on TV and yeah. was like... What is his nerd Changed it over to I don't know what was on at the time. I don't Happy know or some
0: shit. Like this is cool. My grandpa's just drunk driving and listening to the Beatles <laughs> all the time. And he went to a Beach Boys concert. Yeah, I was like, What I was like, what was your favorite song? He's like, I don't know. Uh, I like like to be my grandpa, favorite was like fifty years ago. Yeah, but my grandpa, if you ask him like anything what's your favorite of this? He's like, I don't know.
1: It's the 60s. Nobody remembers anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give him slack for that.
0: Sorry, long awaited bags. What's your bag count on this? I'm going to give
1: this one five bags. Really? It's a five bagger. Okay. Yep. There's like, there's just small stuff. It's and I'll watch it again very soon. I really like the film. It's five bags for me. I found that
0: my DVD copy that I have been watched since I bought it has fixed aspect ratio. Um. So I watched at counts place on her sweet TV and it was... The movie was taking up like a third of the screen. It was such a piss off. Uh, I know there's a really killer Blu-ray copy out there, so I'm just going to pick one of those up. But, yeah. Deleted scenes,
1: question mark? I hope they
0: have those included. But there aren't like too many deleted scenes. All we have are like um, sh- like photos Stills of scenes. Deleted. Yeah. That's a damn shame. Like McCready and his blow-up doll. Uh, him in the shack with Knolls, where they've just find that the ceiling has been broken through. Because I guess that's just how the thing likes to move around—is busting through the ceiling up
1: into the ceiling. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I guess if you're gonna, that's a pretty official way to get away. Yeah. He does it like four times in the movie.
0: There's one part of the movie, last thing, where it's just kind of odd how it's that scene where Palmer, I think, or windows after he's been bit I think it was Palmer bust through the wall and it's just yeah. like how thin are these walls in the Arctic that you're just walking through the walls actually yeah
1: that didn't make sense because it was like it was like two sheets of wood plank I'm like I'm pretty sure you need more insulation than that to live in the Arctic comfortably so
0: like I, in my room it gets cold in the winter let's
1: just say he's got thing strength yeah and sure and he just Superman it and mm. yeah
0: Uh, I'm gonna give it eight. Eight bags. Yeah. I, like... Every time I see it, I'm just like, oh, I wish there was more.
1: I, I, like, I
0: really need more of
1: a mystery. That's your biggest criticism. Yes. You wish there was more. Yeah. And
0: it's not just, like, I wish there was more. Like, I wish there was more of The Empire Strikes Back because I just love that movie so much and I wish there was more of it. It's just, like... I feel like the movie is really going for the mystery thing. I mean, like, would you agree? Yeah, it is because...
1: There's a reason that like not only like the characters are unsure, but they dupe the audience too. And yeah. There's points in the film where you don't know what's going on. Obviously, I just want more. I want
0: more chill time at the beginning, where the where they're just kind of talking, chit chatting, and you get to know their personalities a bit, so you know what to look for later on. Um, I wish there was just more of like them dealing with the thing. Like, okay, let's eat this. Everyone separate into rooms. Um, I mean, I don't want to be like that guy, but if this was real life, you would just team up in pairs of three and then you could easily defeat the thing. Um, they don't do that. They pair up in teams of two, which is like the opposite. And then,
1: they, and then everybody wanders off yeah. to go, well, I'm going to go check on those and so I'll come back. Yeah. So
0: like that is like a little bit of a logical hole, I guess. Uh but... Other than that, like eight, I, I think maybe nine on a good day, but I eight. I mean the effects are so so good,
1: but the effects are gonna fucking ten. But I need more of that story. Funny thing about this is, is uh, John Carpenter was saying well, this movie. So this movie bombed when it came out.
0: Yeah, his budget was fifteen million, made like nineteen million, so it definitely lost money.
1: And it's and the critics didn't like it, and of course now it's considered an all-time classic. Yeah. And that's where the cult appeal comes in. Is that people were like, "Hey, this movie's actually good." When they saw it on reruns. Yeah. John Carpenter said that had this movie been a success, his career probably would have taken a completely different trajectory. So he said he probably wouldn't have done like *They Live*. Probably wouldn't have done whatever he did after the thing.
0: Let's look at his filmography real quick. Uh...
1: Like, I think what he said was, basically, like, The Thing not being a success kind of pushed him more into niche territory. Hmm. Whereas, I mean, you know, before The Thing, what he had Halloween under his belt, right? And Escape from New York. Those are huge movies. Yeah. So if The Thing had been good, then it would have... I guess he would have been more Spielberg than... Than Carpenter in that sense. Yeah, he... Okay, directing... He Yeah, he just kind of wrote... He specifically cited he wouldn't have done like Christine, Starman, and They Live. And Big Trouble in low China, I said, probably wouldn't have happened too. Which we're going to have to do. We will have to do that soon. Prince of
0: Darkness, I've been meaning to watch. Ben Waters of an Invisible Man. That looks like piss from that cover.
1: We need to watch Escape from New York. Have you seen Escape from New York?
0: Um, no, I haven't.
1: That I wonder if that's that's probably cult.
0: He was executive producer of Halloween and...
1: Halloween Kills, coming up. When's that coming out? 2021. Yeah, right. What? We'll see. Theater's not going to be open next year. Oh, fuck. Uh, Let's talk about the uh, movie industry situation here, where... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can, <laughs> can the nobody's... government uh, bail them out? That'd be chill. That'd be chill. That'd be chill. I mean, like, you don't have to bail out Warner Brothers and Disney, but, you know, maybe bail out...
0: What was that uh, like the cinema chain tech? called in the States like, that shut down? Regal? The Regal, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you guys could uh, subsidize the movie industry so it doesn't get any worse, that'd be great.
0: The thing? Uh, yeah, I mean, the movie... I feel like... Like as if Disney will just let movie theaters shut down, um, like forever.
1: I mean, yeah, but it's like, I mean, like, w- like what would you ha- like? What do you want to be done? here? The theaters have to close. They because- fund them for a bit.
0: i not now. Movie theaters definitely shouldn't be open now. Yeah. But like later on, like how. <laughs> Like think about all the movie theaters right now. They're gonna have to pay taxes on those properties.
1: You know what's the big? You know what's my biggest fear from this what? is that like <laughs> the streaming thing is gonna. It, like this is gonna just send us straight into the streaming era where like theaters are like not really that big of a deal anymore.
0: We're gonna, I I'm still I don't want to be that boomer who's like oh, the internet is just a fad. I think streaming is gonna be a bubble. Like,
1: streaming is, like, it's going to stay because people like to watch shit at home. But all these f- services, yeah, it's just it doesn't, It's just TV, but more expensive now. Cable,
0: but more expensive, yeah. Yeah,
1: like, and it's, like, even ridiculous when you subscribe to, like, Amazon Prime and then it's, like, buy channels. Like, get the fuck <laughs> out of here.
0: It's just cable. They're reinventing like, cable. cable.
1: Stop. Like, Netflix is doing it right where it's just, you pay for it and you just get all the movies and the TV shows, but, like, this other stuff. movies for just
0: Mulan tanked so
1: fucking hard.
0: They could have done that way, way, way better. They could have. Like I whenever I see plays like that, I'm like, do like, does a company like Disney have these crazy statisticians who are calculating, like, how to maximize profits? Like, they knew $30 was going to be a loss, but it was, like, the best loss that they could do.
1: Probably, yeah. I'm yeah. sure that they have a top economists or whatever deciding. Although, I, I just don't know people. Like, maybe there's people who, other people will do this, but I don't know anybody who wants to pay $30 to watch a cartoon remake of a movie that people don't even seem to like that much there's been
0: two live action remakes already but both chinese yeah yeah because it's just like folklore or whatever yeah uh okay so next week we're gonna do halloween fittingly and then after that we don't have a movie is there
1: one you want to do there was. But the, there's a movie that I've been meaning to watch. Yeah. That and I know Kaylin will like.
0: Is it the Rocky Horror Picture Show? No.
1: Damn it. But that'll come eventually. I don't know. I I don't know if it counts as called. I was on Netflix. Looked at the... You know how they have three words to describe it? Yep. Gritty Drama Cult. Okay. And the movie... You want to know the movie? Yeah. It'll be anticlimactic if we don't do the movie. What is it? Saturday Night Fever. <gasps> Oh,
0: oh. <laughs> I'll watch that with you guys.
1: We can have Kaylin on if we do that. God. Uh, Lucas thought on this, dude. The movie—it's just <laughs> Rocky, but dancing. Did you know that that is Gene Siskel's all-time favorite movie? Not only that, but he actually owns the suit that John Travolta wore Owned. in that movie. Really? Yeah, he owns the suit. Owned. All right, oh. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a moment. <laughs> what to a fucking virgin
0: pick. We'll Gene Zisko yeah. is a virgin pick? No. no. What's your favorite movie? Saturday Night Fever? Come on. It's
1: it's about it's about life, it's about love, it's about music and dancing. What else do you There's think? There's a cool rape
0: scene in it. I don't know what you're talking about. I even forget about it. Hey,
1: forget about it. Look, there's always like that one rape scene in classic movies. There's that rape scene in Blade Runner where you're like, (laughs) what? You know, it happens.
0: I saw these memes on Facebook recently. I didn't save any of them, but they're so funny. It's just, like, you know how in Suicide Squad, Will Smith is, like, what, well, we some sort of Suicide Squad? There's just people making memes where people, like, say the line of the movie. It was, like, gone with the wind. And he's, like, Franklin, my dear, I'm gone with the wind. And he just <laughs> walked away. And, uh, there was... Oh, fuck, what, what was the other one? Uh... Oh, fuck, whatever. There's but, the classic
1: where it's like, I guess you could say at the end of the day, we really were the Dark Knight Rises or something Yes, like yeah. Uh, was that really the best way to end the movie? I don't know.
0: <laughs> it was um. It was Blade Runner, and he was like, he just said, like, I'm the Blade Runner baby <laughs> or something. Um, yeah, that's Fine, we'll do that movie, whatever. Yeah, let's do it. We could have a party. I had a party to watch it before with some friends in high school. Back to the iso-cube with you.
1: What the fuck's an iso-cube? I don't know. Is this where Judge Dredd puts people? Who's Judge Dredd? Oh, uh, we should watch Dredd, uh, the 2012 one. That's sure. a cult movie because nobody watched it. what, what What's more cult, the
0: 2012 one? It, or the, I don't uh, want to watch
1: this. No. Huh? I don't want to watch
0: Porn star watch Man? The Italian stallion, you mean? Yeah. What was uh, his character's name in uh, Death Race? Uh,
1: Joe Pesci. Shit! <laughs> yeah, like, it was like Vinny Italiano Gangster Man. <laughs> <laughs> Something borderline derogatory, but. Also, he sucks in that movie. Is he a good actor? Jury's out. I fucking hate Rocky
0: and singing on the show. Machine Gun, gun Joe? Machine, Machine gun, Joe. Yeah. gun Joe. Machine Gun Joe. Sorry to like Rocky is basically just like the American dream and i think that's why so many people dick So up why do you hate the American <laughs> dream? Not real. Not real. Sorry. Some dude uh training one week. This isn't an anime where some guy is going to punch meat and uh or i guess he doesn't does he, he doesn't win the fight, right? Or d- I didn't like that when we saw it. on- I, 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 I so tuned that. out. I just remember he was very pushy with Adrian. It was really uncomfortable to watch.
1: Adrian! No,
0: did he? Did he, he lose like the first one? And, and everyone was like, "Oh!" And then he won the. Right. Whatever. One or yeah, I don't know. I don't he beats be a like, Russian, or who cares? I don't think they'd make him lose in the end because everyone would leave the theater and be like,
1: "Okay, so he was
0: just like some shitty boxer, man. Okay." Adrian, what he's some sort of Rocky or something? <laughs>
1: What are we supposed to be? Some kind of
0: Rocky Balboa or something? <laughs> uh, we need to do a like a hot take
1: episode where we do Ghostbusters or let's do Go-Bus- Ghostbusters. Um, that's not going to be the episode where we disagree, but it's going to be the episode where we where we shit on a beloved classic. What Dan Aykroyd? This, and fuck Dan Aykroyd, and fuck his skull alcohol shit. I don't want it, any part of it. I don't even want to taste it.
0: He was on, uh, I just saw this clip. He was on Joe Rogan, and they were talking, obviously talking about drugs, because Joe Rogan loves drugs. <laughs> and he had, have on like fucking Angelina Jolie talking about <laughs> psilocybin mushrooms. And, like, he was asking Dan Arcarter if he's done d- drugs, and Dan Urquhart was like, oh, yeah. He's like, what do you do? He's like, I took, like, DMT. And he's like, really? He's like, yeah, I took DMT pills. And he's, like, bragging about it. And Joe's like, you can't take DMT pills. Can you only smoke DMT? Yeah. Uh-huh. Or have it with another Code drug or whatever that like ayahuasca you ingest and it has like a different thing which makes it ingestible i don't know i don't know science of it um okay so yeah we'll do halloween then saturday night uh live or fever i think i have the soundtrack for that too we can review the soundtrack
1: no we can't review the soundtrack because the sound let's review the soundtrack right now five out of five bags some black lady singing <laughs> a couple of black ladies singing they call yeah. the bgs i think yeah the bad Be- girls they're pretty hip. The the bad girls. That must that must be what it is, right? I, can't, I, can't, I would have wished to see
0: I wished that I could have seen your face when you discovered that the Bee Gees were
1: white men.
0: Wait, you
1: didn't know that. Not until like a year ago.
0: <laughs> they
1: thought they were black women. I was like, oh it. Have you never seen like any of
0: their album
1: covers or anything? No. I only oh. I, up until that point I'd only heard staying <laughs> alive. So I was like, oh, well, that sounds like black women. So funny. <laughs> kind of
0: embarrassing. I hope in the movie says, what, we got some Saturday night fever here?
1: Hey, we. <laughs> Do they say that in that movie? I don't think so. Fuck. Well, I got Saturday night they fever. They probably
0: say the word Saturday or something because that's the night that they go out. Mm
1: hmm.
0: But I don't think they say, quote, Saturday night fever. What about Friday? Friday is. like. Cocaine Day. Okay, well. Weren't they doing cocaine in the movie? Probably. I think so. I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while, which is really sad. And then Sunday Sunday is the Lord's Day. Staying alive. Staying alive. Good weekend. Oh, you can't tell by the way I use my walk. I'm a woman's man. No time to talk.